Andy's Man Club. You may have heard of it, you might have heard it on the news. But what's it all about? I'm Stephen Hooper, and this is the 22plusy.com podcast. Of all the podcasts that I've planned, this one is closest to my heart. Men in the modern world get a pretty rough ride and often feel isolated and alone with their problems. But there is help available and Andy's Man Club is there to help. Andy's Man Club, or AMC, provides a safe, non-judgmental and confidential place for men to speak freely and openly to other men, other men that will listen. So a little background about Andy's Man Club. Firstly, and most tragically, Andy's Man Club is named in honour of a young man just 23 years old called Andrew Roberts. Sadly, Andrew couldn't see any way past his problems other than ending his own life. And that's what he did. Three months after the tragic loss of Andrew, his brother-in-law, Luke Amber, had an idea of providing a place for men to talk to other men. And he approached Andrew's mother, Elaine Roberts, and between them they came up with Andy's Man Club. The principal objective of Andy's Man Club is to address the horrifying statistic that suicide is the biggest killer of men under 50 in the UK. The reason this is so personal and close to my heart is that I've struggled for many years and have come close to that point on a number of occasions. I started 22plusy.com as a website for men, written by men, purely and simply to give men a voice and there are other men that are willing to listen and to help where they can. So I found out about AMC just from something I saw on TV and I decided I would write an article on it for 22plusy.com. I didn't know what to expect but I thought if this group is even half of what I'd seen on TV, writing about it and letting people know about it can't do anything but help. And that was my objective. So I've been going to my local Andy's Man Club for about five months or so now. And it has become, I would honestly say, one of the highlights, if not the highlight, of my week. I'm fortunate to be in a position where I can choose what to do with my own time to some degree. And so I've not yet missed a a meeting. And it has become that important that I've actually changed other family events in order to be at AMC. The group that I go to, my local group, fluctuates between a dozen or a dozen and a half guys. And it's growing. It's growing such that on the 17th of April, we will be moving to a new venue where we'll have more space. We'll actually have two rooms where we can have two simultaneous meetings in order for everyone to have time to talk obviously all men. The ages in the group that I go to are between, I would say, 
mid-twenties and mid-seventies. But it's also from a wide range of backgrounds and an incredibly diverse range of education levels and careers. I have to say that even though I've been going for about five months and I've seen and heard a lot of things that guys are going through, a lot of guys have had the the sense that they can actually open up and speak to people freely. I think last night was when I truly saw just how many damaged men there are in the world, certainly in the UK. Last night involved some of the most in-depth sharing that I've experienced at any time in my life. There were more men last night opening up and sharing in great detail, their problems and their trauma. And everyone was listening, encouraging, and in some cases offering support and advice from their own backgrounds and experiences. And this is where the magic is. The magic is the fact that there are people listening, even if they don't necessarily offer advice, to be able to speak and know that there are other people listening is incredibly powerful and incredibly uplifting. So, Andy's Man Club, AMC. What's there when you get there? The first thing I would say, in my experience and in speaking to other people, is the most difficult part of attending an Andy's Man Club meeting is walking through the door for the first time. We don't know what to expect. We don't know what's on the other side of that door. It's really very daunting. I know of one person who went to one Andy's Man Club and sat outside and couldn't bring himself to come in. The following week, he went to a different Andy's Man Club and did the same thing. Fortunately for him and for us, at the third attempt, he was able to bring himself into the meeting. And he's become a regular part of our meeting now. A really, really nice guy. But he has some real demons that he's trying to deal with. And AMC has helped him. But in helping him, it's also helped everyone else in the room. Because we realise that what we're struggling with isn't unique. It's not unique to us. Other people are struggling with this. So when people talk, we all gain from their experiences. And I'm so glad that he made the decision to go behind the door, see what was the other side, and talk to us. So when I went to my first meeting, I did the same as others, I suppose. I sat in the car. It was in the winter, so it was dark. And I just thought, do I do this? No, it's not for me. And then I remembered that the reason I was going was to be a journalist, for want of another term, and learn about AMC from the inside and write about it to try and help others. So I put a journalist hat on and went in there to find out what was going on. I had no intention of speaking. And I thought, I'll just go in and be professional and make my observations, and that'll be it. I'll never go again. But I will write something about them, something positive about them. When I walked in, the first thing I saw was a, an oddly shaped circle of chairs 
And there were, I don't know, maybe half a dozen guys all standing up at the far end of the room, standing around the brew station, making a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, etc. So I walked into the room properly and towards this group of guys to find out who was in charge, etc. Turns out nobody was in charge. That's not how it works. And one of the guys came over towards me. He met me sort of halfway across the room and put his hand out and introduced himself. And I introduced myself and we sort of said the highs and this sort of thing. And before I knew it, I was standing by the brew station making myself a drink. And I was in. That was it. That was as simple as that. I made myself a drink, found a chair, just grabbed an empty chair and sat down and waited. Now the thing to bear in mind here is that not necessarily will everybody come up to you and shake your hands. They may do. They may not. After all, these are just guys. These are just guys. Some of them are completely feeling out of their depth. Some of them are more comfortable, but they may come and speak to you. They may not. Don't worry about it because by the end of the evening, everyone's going to be speaking to you and you're going to be speaking to them. As it happens, the chair that I sat down on was next to one of the regular guys who was also a trained facilitator. So he just started speaking to me. And it actually seemed that we had a a little bit of stuff in common. We'd both been working as mechanics in the past. So barriers were automatically falling. I had no intention of speaking. I was there to observe. And so the meeting began. So what actually happens at an Andy's Man Club meeting? Well, I'll go through it for you. The first thing is, these meetings have trained facilitators. In my group, there are four people trained as facilitators. So not only are they trained to host a meeting, they're also trained to help people that are struggling in as much as that if somebody feels it's just too much for them and they have to get up and walk out, which you're perfectly able to do at any time, you don't have to say anything to anybody, one of these facilitators will come and check on you and make sure you're okay. So the first thing I'll say is Andy's Man Club is a great leveller. As I said in one of my previous podcasts, something I learned from a Finnish guy, in a sauna there are no generals, no majors, no captains and no corporals, everyone's the same. And that's exactly the same at Andy's Man Club. There are no generals, majors, captains or corporals. Everyone's the same. And along the same theme, every Andy's Man Club around the country is held on the same day, every single Monday except a bank holiday. And every single meeting starts at 7 o'clock. So at 7 o'clock on a Monday, if it's not a bank holiday, you know that there's an Andy's Man Club sitting down somewhere. And if you're at one of these meetings yourself, you know that you've got a brotherhood of guys that are sitting down, taking the opportunity to share and the opportunity to listen. That's such a key element, the opportunity to listen as well as share. So a couple of things to know right off the bat. Firstly, there's no need to book. Secondly, there's no need for a referral. You don't have to be referred by anybody. When you get there, there's no registration. I like to think that I know all the guys there by their first name, but I only know one or two of them by their surname. I've gradually come to know what many of them 
do for a living. They're not all. And I don't even know where half of them live. Don't need to. I just need to know that when I'm talking, there's someone to listen. And it's the same for them. There's no money to pay. There's no fees involved at all. Even the tea and coffee is free. Turn up, make yourself a brew, take a seat and just listen. Or talk. Or both. There's no dress code. Come straight from work. I go there. I'm normally wearing shorts. People think it's funny, but I've become known for wearing shorts all year. So I tend to go even in deep winter in shorts. There's no dress code. So once you've made a brew, you grab a seat and a facilitator will start the meeting at seven o'clock. They'll start with an introduction and a few housekeeping points. So for example, if you've got a mobile phone, put it on silent if you can, or turn it off or leave it in the car. Do you really need it during those two hours? Maybe not, just bung it in the car. They'll tell you where the loos are and they'll tell you the outline for the evening. We're reminded at the start of the meeting that there's no pressure to speak, that we can pass at any time. If we want to leave the room, we just get up and leave. No need to say anything to anybody and a facilitator will come and make sure we're okay. Every week, there are three questions that are the same. In my group, because we've got to, I think the maximum so far is 18, and to make sure everybody has enough time to speak, we put questions one and two together, which leaves us more time, we found, for question number three. So the questions are, number one, how has your week been? In many cases, and certainly in mine, first-timers often use question one to introduce themselves and maybe say a little bit about their past or a little bit about their background or why they're they're there. But you don't even have to answer the question number one. You don't have to answer any questions. You could just say, can I just pass for now or just no thanks. And it will pass on to the next person. Question number two, which we in our local group combine with question number one, is what's a highlight from your week? It doesn't matter how bad your week has been, there's probably a highlight. For many, their highlight is going to Andy's Man Club. They might just say, well, my highlight of the week, be in here, guys. You know, that's not uncommon. And question three, this is the meat and potatoes question in many ways. And that is that, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Basically, is there anything you want to say to the group? Anything that you'd like to be able to speak about without judgment and knowing it's in total confidence? So pretty much anything goes in question number three. And there's no real restriction on how far this goes back. One of the people that I know is in his mid-70s and recently was talking about his childhood and some of the things that have affected him. So there is no real issue about how far you go back. I'm 63 in June, I'm 62 now. And recently I spoke about something that happened when I was about four or five years old. And it's left me marked. So you can go back to as far as you need to. Aside from the confidentiality and the no judgment, there are really only three rules that apply. And this is the same for every single AMC meeting. These are no discussion of politics. This is not a political meeting. It's not a political rally. There's no place for it. So we keep politics out. 
The second question is no discussion about religion. It's not a religious meeting. It's a meeting of guys to talk about things that are troubling them and things that they need to be able to speak about. And the third question is really no discussion about drugs or medication. It's not appropriate in these environments. It can cause emotions on both sides different ways. So we just don't talk about drugs or medication. It's understood that there's no judgment and everything is confidential. What's said in the room stays in the room. And this is the part that enables men to open up and talk about things. They know, firstly, they're not going to get judged for things. And secondly, it's never going to go anywhere else. It stays in the room. Once question three is out of the way, if there's still time before nine o'clock, there's a question four and a question five, which are sent from Andy's Man Club headquarters. And these are the same to every AMC at the same time on the same day. And these tend to be light-hearted questions. The idea of these questions is to try and lift the mood if it has got a bit dark for somebody so that everybody leaves feeling higher, more positive and lifted by their experience of going to Andy's Man Club. Generally, most evenings finish with a laugh. <laughs> a good old belly laugh in some cases. Last week... I noticed on the Facebook page that across the country, 2,375 men attended an Andy's Man Club. 2,375 men. Out of those, 343 men were going for their first time. 343 men opened that door and went through. That's a fantastic number. Absolutely fantastic. So given that Andy's Man Club is about guys talking... Why don't men talk? You know, why do we need Andy's Man Club? Well, the simple reason is that from childhood, we've all been told, man up, grow a pair, don't be such a girl, take it like a man, don't be a wuss, and big boys don't cry. You've heard this, everybody's heard this. And many of us are probably guilty of saying it to our own kids or to other guys at some point without realising just how much damage we could be doing. Secondly, and I find this quite interesting, if I mention something to one of the women in my life, someone told me something or someone's doing something or someone's got a new job or, or whatever, I will immediately get a whole string of questions from the woman questions I just don't know the answer to and the reason I don't know the answer is because I didn't ask them and why didn't I ask them because I don't want to be in a position where I put another man in a position where he feels he's going to be a burden by telling me if somebody says to me how are you doing I'll always say yeah I'm good I'm fine you know that yourselves you've heard it you've seen it you've probably done it Women tend to talk more freely about things. But Andy's Man Club is somewhere that we can talk freely. We know we're not going to be a burden to anybody. We know that from 7 o'clock till 9 o'clock, we're in a room where we can talk as freely as we like. We're not going to get judged. It's confidential. And, and it's safe. We're not going to be overloading anybody. 
And at the end of the day, it finishes at nine o'clock. So by nine o'clock, we've stopped talking. It comes to an end. Until next week. So how did this affect me? I'm a loner. I'm someone who tends to be on their own. A lot. I work for myself. I work from home, so I don't see anybody during the day. And I tend to be on my own most of the time. I have very few friends. I moved away from my hometown and I have very few friends. I have acquaintances that I've met through my professional career, but very few friends. And even fewer friends that aren't busy with their own lives. And I don't want to be a burden on their lives. But I know on a Monday night I can go to Andy's Man Club. And I have a brotherhood there. It's a very strange thing to say and a very strange sensation, but I have a bunch of guys that I barely know and I don't know at all outside of Andy's Man Club. But it feels like a brotherhood. It feels like we have something in common. It's quite a magical feeling. I know that every Monday I can rely on someone to be there and I can talk and I can listen to other people's experiences. So it's given me a focus. It's given me a weekly reset. I can go there, I can talk to people, I can listen to people and I can meet people, we can have a laugh, we can have a good bit of banter. And I know that I can do it again the following week. I've only got a week to go. Unless it's a bank holiday, of course. And on the subject of banter, there's a good deal of banter. It's a bunch of guys got together. No women around. It's, it's always banter. A few weeks ago, question four, you remember I said that there were three questions and then if there's time, question four and question five come from headquarters. Question four was, when did you laugh out loud? When did you have a real belly laugh? And the answer for almost everybody was, well, tonight. Everybody, it was, we had such a laugh. Nobody was made fun of and nobody was ridiculed. It's not that sort of laugh. But there's a connection. And the laughing is a great release. And laughing with other people provides a great sensation of connectedness, of being connected to other people. We're all laughing together. It's an amazing sensation. And I think it's healing. In the same way as sharing a trouble is healing. So Andy's Man Club has a couple of hashtags. If you want to look for them online, you can just search for these in any browser. The first hashtag is hashtag it's okay to talk. All one word. If you're not familiar with hashtags, just put in the hashtag or the pound symbol into your browser and type all in one word, it's okay to talk. No apostrophes, nothing. And you'll find stuff about Andy's Man Club. And the reason for that hashtag is because Contrary to what we've been told for most of our lives, it really is okay to talk. The second hashtag is hashtag that one man. 
And this is because, regardless of how large Andy's Man Club becomes, or how many awards they get, how many TV appearances there are, AMC is about helping that one man see that his tomorrow is better than his today. That one man, it can make a difference between life and death. So hashtag that one man is the second hashtag. And again, you can search for that in any browser. So I mentioned that suicide is the biggest killer of men under 50 in the UK, which is horrendous. Bigger than heart attacks, bigger than drink driving, bigger than anything. But let's put that into context. Because what does that actually mean? It's the biggest. In the UK, one man takes his own life every two hours. If you work an eight-hour job, nine to five, during that period, four men would have resorted to suicide. That's an outrageous number. Four men decide that the only thing they can do is take their own life. Something has to be done. And that's what Andy's Man Club is about. If AMC prevented one suicide, it would be a success. But it's been running for seven years now, coming on seven years. And the truth is, it's already saved many many men from making that decision and taking their own lives. If you want to find out some more on how to go to an Andy's Man Club, just go to www.andysmanclub.co.uk. There you'll find out about Andy's Man Club, you'll find out what goes on, you'll find out the story of Andy's Man Club. But most importantly, you can find out where your local club is then you can go along on a Monday. As I said at the outset, this podcast, of all the podcasts I've planned, is probably the closest to my heart. It's incredibly special to me. And there's help every Monday. But bear in mind that there are seven days in a week. If you need help, you can call 999. You can call the Samaritans. Mental health is considered to be an emergency. If you call 999 and tell them how you're feeling, you are considered to be an emergency. Don't be one of the guys that makes that decision to kill themselves every two hours. As well as calling the Samaritans, and I'll put addresses web addresses and phone numbers and things in the show notes. You can even walk into a police station and say you need help. If you walk into a police station and tell them how you're feeling and you ne- and say, I need help, they will make sure that you're safe. Absolutely, 100%, they will make sure that you stay safe. Please, please, don't be alone. Make the phone call, 999. Make the phone call to the Samaritans. 
or go to a police station. Please. And finally, I just want to say that if you found this podcast interesting, if you found it helpful, which I sincerely hope you did, or if you know somebody that might find this helpful, please share it. We're doing podcasts regularly now. This is a new thing for 22 plus Y. And if you subscribe, you'll get notified whenever we release a new episode. I'm Stephen Hooper. This has been a 22plusy.com podcast. Have a great day.